Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act like that. Hat on, suit on, looking like the trap dog, giving them all like the million bucks, bucks, things in its cup. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah, Turn them out. 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 Turn them
Come on. Do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well, okay, here we go. You know, what's important, What's what can be a huge part of your success is if you if you find a balance, if you find a balance in your life, that's, that's been very important for me. And I've really never phrased it this way until now, but I was kind of thinking about it after my wife and I, I mean, we set up one night recently, man, you know, I often come on here and this is kind of an inspirational moment of the show. And I, I try to remind people about that most important relationship between you and God. And that's that's the apex of it. That's that's the that's the top of the crown. You gotta form the relationship with God. If you don't, everything else struggles. It's hard to be a good husband without God. It's hard to be a good family man without God. It's hard to be successful without God, man. It's hard to be hard to get through this thing called life without God. So that's clear. But at the same time, you can't talk about God twenty four seven. You got to go to work. Come on, man. Let's just be real. I ain't, I ain't your pastor and I ain't at your church, but let's just be real about it. You know, people tell you, you got to keep your mind stayed on him and all like that. That's, that's a true statement. Got to keep your mind stayed in that area. I don't, I'm not here to tell you how to live, but you got to keep your mind stayed in that area of God of doing the right thing, caring about people. That's what I took it as. Now I could be wrong. I apologize if I'm not saying it the way you've been taught. I can only do me now. But after that, you got to go to work. You got to have some fun. You got to take care of your business. And that's the balance you have to find. So it, once you focus on shoring up your relationship with God, you got you to gotta balance this now. Now you got to allocate some time. I don't care who you are for your family. If you're going to have a family, you got to allocate some time for them. See, we can't just marry these women or make these kids and then neglect them. And fellas, especially if I'm talking to men out here, and ladies, you can listen too. But uh, listen, if you find yourself struggling in your life, man, and you can't seem to get it together, let's just go over a couple of things. The first two things, if you find yourself struggling, you can't seem to pull it together and reach your goals and get to where you want to go. Let's, let's just do a, a check. How is your relationship with God? And then next, how much time are you taking to allocate for your family? Now, your family don't always live in your house. But if you made them, they're yours. And the responsibility to them is never lessened because you don't stay there no more. Because you and the girl broke up. You and the woman don't speak. That, hey, man, that don't ever release you from the obligation. Feel me when I'm telling you this now. Because I'm not telling you something I'm wondering about. I've had to live through them years. So two things you can start looking at. If you're not where you want to be and you ain't you ain't really solid and you can't figure out why you keep spinning your wheels. Have you just done a random inventory, man? Have you just checked on your relationship with God? Have you checked on the time you're spending dedicated towards your family, your children that you created? If, if them two things is out of sync, man, that, that I can tell you right now, you can go on and get to explaining yourself away just like that. Hey, man, how come you ain't where you want to be? Well, because, man, I really ain't. 
But if you really ain't, then you really ain't. The third thing is you got to allocate the necessary time for your business. You got to handle your business. All of this, man, is, is the way it works. And the order, the order is God first. Family second. Then you got to handle all your business. But as men, this is what we do. If I don't handle my business, I can't take care of my family. True statement. But if your business is in front of your family, you out of order. Now, nah, that's all we're talking about now, ain't it? See, that's that's all we really saying here now, fellas. You know, you know, I mean, I mean, come on, man. You know, let's let's have a real conversation about being better. You know, if you done created these children, you got to handle your business. You may not like the girl no more. You and the woman might have broken up. Y'all might go your own way. But what that got to do with the child, though, man? You got to handle your business. They got to know who daddy is. That's your obligation, man. And God ain't letting you off the hook for that. Try it. Go ahead and try it. And, and think you're going to get off the hook with that. Because you're not, man. You're just not. I'm sorry, man. Dog, Steve, why you coming like that? Because I did it like that. I did it, man. I was over here trying to reshape my life, get myself up on my feet. When I was homeless, man, and trying to come back, man, I thought I had to take care of me first and then so I neglected, cared about them kids. Man, that ain't how it worked, man. God kept his knee on my neck for a long time for that one right there till I finally learned the lesson. Hold up, man. Put these phone calls in. Go spend some time. Do something. And, and it started turning around for me. You know, I can't be there all the time because I am out here on the grind and the hustle. But at the same time, man, some more phone calls, some more letters, some more ha-ha-he-he's, something. Then take care of your business, man. You got to work hard to be successful. You know, I, sometimes I don't put that in there. I just live it and I expect my sons to emulate that. But I got to talk to them all the time. How hard you got to work to be something. It's an all-out assault on it, man. If you got a target in mind, you got a goal, you got to wake up every day trying to get there. And you can't get tired of it because it's, 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 it never ends. You're going to always be this way. That's how life is designed and set up. you got to be a hard worker, man. If you're always looking for some time to chill and, man, I want to go do what I want to do, you ain't going to make it. In order to be successful, you have to do a series of things that you're uncomfortable doing. And work is the thing that most of us are uncomfortable doing. It's so much easier to chill. Man, I wish I could kick back with a cigar, man, all the time. But I can't, man. I can't. Because I got to work. Then... The last piece of the balance, pie, balance piece is you got to take some time out to enjoy yourself. But if you ain't where you want to be, you ain't got a lot of time to enjoy yourself. Quit thinking, man, that this balance is even. It's a whole lot of God, a whole lot of family, a whole lot of business, and a little bit of chilling. The chilling can't be equal to the family, the business, or your God. If the chilling is equal to any of them, you ain't going to make it. Quit 
chilling, man, and go to work like a man. Do what you're supposed to do. Work on your family. Work on your relationship. Work on your God. Work on your business. And then when you chill, you might not chill as long, but you sure going to chill bigger. You're going to ball bigger, baby. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology leads you to a pot of gold of top talent. Want to review your list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply, so they're more likely to apply sooner. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is here. I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. When it's cold outside, I, I got the month of May. Well, I guess you say... What can make me feel this way? My girl, my girl. I'm talking about my girl. My girl, Temptations. Don't really remember the year, but I was young. Those songs have stood the test of time. I strongly suggest that this new generation start writing songs that they'll be able to memorize and hum along and feel good about it when you are in your latter years. Move, B, get out the way, get out the way, get out the way. Move, B, get out the way will not mean the same thing to you in your latter years as it does now. I can assure you that because you will be sitting next to your wife and some daughters and humming it ain't going to sound right. Let's get back to real lyrics before it's too late. There is a generation who is already too late. I suggest the new generation, the ex-gen, whatever they are, Tasha, Carla's daughter size. Y'all got to get back to it. Thank you. That is a public service announcement from those of us who care about the music we listen to. Ladies and gentlemen, today is the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and this is how we do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, the mouth of the South Mississippi Monica, Junior, Kill Spates, and the legend that is Nephew Tommy. Yo. Well, Junior, what's going on today? Can I tell you something? This is safe space. Yeah, hell yeah, safe space. Okay, I just mm. need no safe space because I'm going to take something. No, 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 it's not bad. I just, I just okay. want to tell you that, dog. I really enjoy being married. And if you're not married, you should work on it. Let me tell you something. I got a bill in the mail, and she was so more concerned than I was, and it was in my name. She actually paid it for me because she didn't like the stress I was under. That's a partner. I never had that before. <laughs> I said, I'll be damned. I can't believe. She said, what? 
give it what uh-uh i'm doing this right now you go take care of yourself and you go relax that's when i knew that i have a partner uh, this is something that, that everybody needs to experience and i just want to tell everybody i'm proud that i have a wife we, we not been. a girlfriend i got a wife that care because it's scary. I don't know if she's going to do it twice, Shirley. She did it one time. But damn it, it mean the with most. Your, I'm talking money. about it wasn't my money. It was hers. I her own account to pay for something for me. Yes, uh. I'm so happy you looking at that way and you should look at that way. But let me bring you up to speed as to what's really going on. What happened? She paying your bills to keep your credit straight so she can use it to buy more stuff. That's a beautiful, yeah, yeah, because y'all are partners. <laughs> we getting furniture yeah. next weekend. I swear yeah, to God. Yeah, well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> y'all going to file joint in a few months. You'll see why. What? You're going to learn today, Junior. Yes, you are. Wait a Coming minute. up in 32 minutes after the hour. We got some church complaints <laughs> from Reverend Motown Get and Deacon Def Jam <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to run that prank back with the nephew. What you got for us, Neff? This right here is wet robe. Uh-huh. Wet robe. Ooh, let's, let's go, cat dog. To it. <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Miss uh, Sister Tanya. Sister Tanya. Uh-huh. This she. Hi, Sister Tanya. This is uh, uh, Brian. I'm, I'm uh, representing the youth, and I, of course, you know, we're already having the uh, the fundraiser on Saturday. And I would like to know: Are you going to be um, Are you going to be available to come out on Saturday? Because we got pretty much most of the most of the choir. You're in the choir, correct? Uh yeah. I never heard of anything about anything on Saturday, though. Well, we got most of the choir members coming out on Saturday, and we'd like to know if if you're going to be available on Saturday to come out and participate in the fundraiser for the children that's going on their vacation next year. Oh, you said all the other choir members. I never heard anything from the other. Yeah, most, all of the choir members. We probably have about ninety-five percent of the choir members coming out. Um. Uh. Yeah. I'm. I'm free on Saturday. Okay. Now we're doing from five to seven on Saturday. So are you available five p.m. to seven p.m.? It's only two hours. Yeah. What you say your name was? Brian. I'm sorry. My my, my they they call me Brian. Brian. They call me B A. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay. Did I meet you at the church? Uh, I, I, well, I just joined about three weeks ago, and they've already given me an assignment. So I, I, I majored in marketing in school. So they're trying to get me to, to, to take care of the uh, children and their vacation that's coming up. So we put together some things, a great fundraiser. And, you know, the choir members have been very receptive. You were the last one for me to call, and, and I wanted to make sure you were on board with us. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just never heard about this, so. But, uh, right, right. Now, are you able to bring your choir robe on on Saturday? Uh, yeah, we sing it. We singing a song. What song did you need us to um to sing? Did you tell the pastor about this? No, no, no. You guys are not actually going to be singing a song. Uh, what it is is that we're we're having a uh, uh, and I'm glad. I'm so glad that you 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 you're ready to participate in what we're doing. So I want to first of all say thank you. First and foremost, I want to say thank you. Okay. All right. So what is all it right, that we and, and all of the choir members. I'm sorry. What is it that we need the robes for? I can bring my robe. I just the robes. What, what's going to happen is you guys aren't singing a song, but we're having a wet robe uh, uh, contest. A what now? A wet robe contest. You talking about like a, a wet T-shirt contest type of thing? 
Well, it, it, it's not a T-shirt. It's a robe. So you don't have a, a T-shirt on. What, what we need you to uh, do no, is we need no, you to No, 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 no. Not in the church. Uh, listen, no, no, You're no, no, talking no. about the whole listen choir said so they're going to do a, 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 a wet robe contest? You said a wet robe right. contest? I heard of a, um, a wet T-shirt contest. That's not that's not the same thing, though, right? Well, no, it's a little bit different. What it is, you don't have a T-shirt on. You actually have your 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 choir robe on, and you don't have anything all, uh, underneath it. You don't wear any clothes underneath it. What we do is we we're gonna wet all of all of the ladies. Listen to me. We're gonna let all, wet all of the ladies down, and the sexiest one oh. that's uh, wet oh, no, with no, their no, robe no, 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 on. No, no, no is going to win $500, and half of the money is going to go to the children's vacation. Are you talking about a, a wet T-shirt contest in the church? No, I'm talking about a wet robe contest at the church. Oh, no, I'm not going to uh, get in there and, 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 and be naked under a it's robe. Gonna be, it's going to be out. It's going to be out. It's gonna be You're out talking about back. being naked under a robe? We need you to be completely naked under your robe, you and we're going to wet everybody about? down with a water hose, and the finest one is going to be able to uh, to win $500 and 250 of that, half of that money is going to go to the children's vacation. Uh, hold on, hold on. What did you say your name was again? My name my name is Brian. Brian, how long have you been a member of this church? I've, I've been a member for about three weeks now. Like I said, since I was I majored in marketing, they, they actually threw me into... In no way after three weeks that they're going to put you in charge of something. I don't understand why there's a problem with you trying to pitch well, in and help out the children. Because I don't even why know who you are calling me. I don't know who gave you my number. They're trying, they're trying to create, they're, they're trying to accomplish something. And you don't want to help the kids. I want to help the kids, but I'm not going to get up there in no choir robe. I'm doing my best right now not to cuss you out because I'm a woman of God. So you're too good to be naked under your robe. Is that what you're saying? You're too good I'm, to be naked? Look, I don't have to explain myself, but I'm not going to be naked up in no church. Okay, so so you can't do the naked robe con, uh, content. You can't do that for the kids. I know you're not about to tell me what I can and cannot do for no kids. Now, I don't know who gave you my number, but I think you need to figure out who else to call for this because I'm not going to be a part of this. We called all the other choir members, and they don't have a problem with it. You're the there only no one way that's got a problem. You all the choir members. What are their names? What other choir members did you call? That would have said that they would have done we, we, some we, nasty. We called we call Sister Sister Bridget in the choir. Sister Bridget didn't have a problem with it. Ain't no Sister Bridget in the choir. Okay, how about Sister Rachel? Sister Rachel no. in the choir was fine with it. Ain't no Sister Rachel. Sister Rachel wouldn't be getting naked. Okay, okay, okay. Let me ask you this something. Look, look, look. Do you know, I don't know do who you, you know think you're talking to, but I think you need to get off you know this sister, phone. Do you know Sister Davida in the choir? Hello? Yes. Do you know Sister Davida in the choir? Yes, I know Sister Davida. Okay, so so if Sister Davida said that uh, Sister Bridget and Sister Rachel didn't have a problem doing it, why do you have a problem doing it? I'm not about to be naked in a church for kids. You're not getting and naked in the church. You're going to be in the back part of the church, and we're going to spray you down with a water hose on your robe. That's what I'm we not going to be up there. This is disgusting. Well, Tommy said you would do it. Tommy said you didn't have no problem doing it. Who the hell is Tommy? We don't even have a Tommy at the church. You keep making up all these names. Tommy is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's who Tommy is. Hello? Yes. <laughs> this is Tommy, baby. This is nephew Tommy. How you doing? Oh, my God. <laughs>
But that's not real. This is not. It's not real, baby. That nobody was calling you about doing a wet robe cut. This you all right? Ooh, I was finna go off on you. You was already going off on me. Davida got me to prank phone call you. Oh my god, I'm gonna get her. <laughs> I was holding my tongue. What you saying? You was about to cuss. I was about to cuss you out right out. <laughs> Hey, baby, I got to ask you. You got to tell me, what's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the lane? Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) (laughs) And there you have it. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so, Steve, the other day uh, you told us that uh, Marjorie does not like for you to eat in bed, and as a matter of fact, she doesn't allow it. So we have a question for you this morning. And for everyone, all all the guys on the show, does your significant other have a house rule or rules that are very serious? And if you break them, he or she will kill you. (laughs) Not literally, of course, but let's start with you, Steve. Shall we? He got more than one. Let's stay with him. Yeah. Let's start and finish with you, Steve. (laughs) Yeah. I know, I know for sure I can't leave that damn toilet seat. Oh, that's, oh. that's automatic. That's, yeah. That's, that's death on that's, the spot. Uh, that's not even nothing new. Matter of fact, I didn't even feel comfortable saying that. Because uh, uh, a lot of men, that's, that's, that's very common. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's a house. Really. But have you heard Steve guys say, well, uh, you should put it down. Or, you know. Well, look before you. Uh, you yeah. can't win that argument, that. though. Yeah. yeah. You can't look win. before you well, squat. Yo, I said that the last time we was in Africa. You said said what? You said what? You said what? She said, yeah, we was arguing about the toilet seat under a mosquito net. And I thought I was so sick of her talking. I said, well, I'll tell you what. Next time you go in there, you let it back up. Mm. Have you lost your entire mind? And how did that go? How how did that evening go? I'm telling fellas right now, don't say that. (laughs) Don't say it. That's a warning. Listen to Uncle Steve. I'm just telling don't say that. Mm. Why can't we win that argument? That's not a good one. There's no argument to win, Tom. Because it, you're gonna it's, lose. I gave up. It's made to go down anyway. It's not made to be up. Well, why does it go up? Hello. Huh. Hello. The, the, the I don't even understand. a brilliant question. I don't up. even understand why, why you have to put it up to use it. I, I don't even get that part. What you what? want us to pee on the top? Okay, no, oh, I don't. You don't think you don't know why we got to let let, let it up? It's not that much. Uh, when it's down, it's not that much yeah. room, extra room, though. Girl, you don't understand this aim at 2 in the morning. <laughs> it's aiming a lot. Aiming is yeah. a Boy, that aim aim at 2 in the morning. Two in the morning. <laughs> that, that ain't good. You don't know. You don't know if you're going to get some unexpected spray. You don't know. <laughs> you don't never had a split decision. <laughs> yeah. Hello. I yeah. I, I, I know. It, it's a mystery that we'll never See, you go to the solved. bathroom in the dark, and we start peeing and don't hear water. You got to <laughs> And I don't hear nothing. <laughs> Man, am I peeing on this road? Hey, hey, oh, oh and you can't find down. the light switch. Yeah. No. No. Turn the light on. Oh. No. Oh, no water in the dark. I've been standing there. I've been standing there peeing, 
and didn't hear no water and leaned over to cut the light switch on. Uh huh. Mm. Oh, peed all over the Glade air freshener. <laughs> oh my goodness! He <laughs> all on the soap. <laughs> I was what? in there for 30 minutes washing the down. <laughs> but left, but left the pee on the soap. I just didn't, I didn't see it. This is oh, terrible. Man. This is disgusting. It is. It's yeah. real though, Carl. Real. It's so real. That's a real issue. Why'd you take all that? Just and you could, you could wake up the next morning and look at the bathroom and be like, God, yeah. y'all. But see Shirley and Carlin. See, yes. y'all don't have little boys. I'm sorry. No, no. we don't. No. Y'all didn't have little boys. Hey, no, and you I'm... would quit asking why does the toilet seat need to go up if you had a little boy. Yeah. I'm thanking God right now ain't... that I had a girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he ain't even. I don't even think we try. It doesn't sound to like shoot it. straight in the water. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like it. Um. Well, that's true, Steve. We'd have waited to the last minute anyway. Yeah, and why is so that? Why is that? So yeah, as yeah, we yeah. pulling it out, is already peeing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't None know. of these are lies. Uh-huh. I'm here to tell you. I'm telling y'all, no lies. Now, Any other house you're in the way, you in trouble. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the way. <laughs> Man, you, I don't know, but I'm if you're in, in that, in that route of where I'm going, you're in trouble. Mm. Why is this such a... I didn't know it was all of this. Did you? Uh, girl. Yeah, y'all have no, no boy. <laughs> no. But women women can hold it better than men. Yeah. Y'all we can good. hold it. And it's we not can cut it off when we're even, you yeah. know, peeing. We can cut it off. Yeah, whole like church service. No problem. I can't cut nothing Okay, off. well, we can cut it off, but I'll tell you what. You throw your kidney out your back. <laughs> and clamp it shut oh, if you want both to. Both of them. <laughs> Gonna blow your kidney out your back. Good morning. You ain't gonna believe. You gonna have to go to the hospital, partner. What's wrong with Steve's shirt? If you try to shut it off. Now, when you're a little boy, you can clamp it shut. Uh, But if you're a grown man and you clamp it shut, you're gonna go to the hospital. That's what you're gonna do. Yeah, my little boy Cole, he got he got cold. God. What? Your ass is fit to get admitted. Wow. <laughs> hey, the things you, we learned. You the things gonna be we checking about it. you guys. Uh, you said yeah. you clip you're gonna it. Have a wrist, you're going to have a wrist bracelet on this <laughs> evening. <laughs> you got something with so your room number call on it. Just so you know. Just so you know. Uh-huh. We don't uh-huh. have... We don't have the cutoff that little boys got, and we ain't got the speed they got. We ain't got none of that. Mm-hmm. What does this have to we do standing, with speed? We might stand there by seven minutes. Woo! That law. Now they get. They, they got good, nice streams, yeah. pressure push out, everything good. Yeah. We don't have that. It ain't the same force either. It, it ain't. No. Just, I guess it's that's a, what Yeah, when I was a little boy, I could push a Coke can up the street. I, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can write my name in the day. I go to the bathroom now, I sound like ice cubes yeah. going in the water. <laughs> The same speed the faucet fill up an ice tray. (laughs) Really? Uh, All right. What is that? So glad. Look at the time. Um, uh, Look, listen, we want to hear from you. What are some house rules your significant other can't break or else? Go to Steve Harvey FM on all social media and post your comment. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. 
I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. We don't always like to talk about certain things, but sometimes we have to. Real talk. 52% of men over 40 experience some form of ED between the ages of 40 and 70, but it's always been a taboo topic. Thankfully, HIMSS is changing that by providing affordable access to ED treatment all online. That's right. HIMSS is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable and discreet sexual health treatments all from the comfort of your couch. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Harvey Radio. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash Harvey Radio for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Harvey Radio. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. What you got, Carla? Okay, so listen to this, Steve. My friends, a lot of us are parents, you know, we hang out, we do things together with our children. So the latest discussion, you know, we have young kids. So the latest discussion is, you're an expert at this. At what age should you teach your child how to cuss, curse, or say bad words? What? Well, well, you shouldn't teach them teach how. Them. There's no age when you should teach them bad words. Okay. Because bad words are not necessary. It mm. all depends on circumstance and environment. Mm-hmm. Cussing is an environmental, circumstantial right. thing that you have to be able to participate in. And every circumstance and all environments do not require cussing. You need to be able... So it's not a good time for you. The, the situations will bring out the child when it's necessary. Mm. Oh, okay. So okay. it's not for you to decide, I'm going to teach my child cuss. I never taught any of my kids to cuss. My oh, father did. never taught me to cuss. I uh-huh. just picked it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So you overheard it and <laughs> you just didn't care. It. Now, for me personally, Excellent. the decision to use cussing mm-hmm. a little bit more regularly was somewhere around nine. Yeah, see? Surely. <laughs> Nine is when I started implementing it. Yeah. That's pretty young. By 12, 
I was, you know, I wasn't, it wasn't really formed good. It wasn't, I was just throwing it out there. But I had a lot more situations. And the older I got, the more useful and more timely and more situations presented themselves. So okay. that's how I did it. So I don't say that there's an age that you give a child. Okay. And here's why I'm asking this, because I know a lot of people look uncomfortable with this question. Mm -hmm. But it's a different time for these kids. And going into middle school, it's just been tough with the group of people that we hang with with their kids. So they were saying they want to teach their children how to say, blank you, B, get out of my face in a situation of bullying. Oh, bullying. And, and, well, and, yeah, and things like uh, that. So, yeah, they're saying, see, well, to we got to start teaching that, our children. I don't, I don't think it's necessary. No. Nah. See, you are, here's the problem, Carla. You, your little crew that y'all go to school with, y'all suburban parents. Y'all oh. not hood parents. Right. Y'all no, from true. the hood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But y'all have become mm -hmm. suburbanized. Mm -hmm. And you all are suburban parents. Mm -hmm. So now you've you've tried to remain bush. <laughs> and you and you, you're trying to live you up to your <laughs> status. Status in life now. But <laughs> Your calling is good. <laughs> I like the calling. And you're trying to know when to implement hoodism into your kids. Hoodism. And your kids don't really need that. Mm -hmm. And okay. so you've got to teach them other ways. I don't recommend teaching. Seriously, do not no. recommend teaching cussing to kids. Okay. Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to backfire behavior. on you. Yeah. You know, I mean, teach you them. don't teach them negative behavior. Now, did I teach my children to take care of themselves? Yeah, but I found out I was doing it for no reason. Mm. I, somebody hit you, everybody go down there. My kids ain't down the street fighting. Right. And then come home and you go get all your brothers and go back down there. My kids don't look, matter of fact, the house too damn far away. They're not at Six Flags so like Black China. Right, see, I, 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 I wanted I to tell my sons that, but they went to school where they ain't fight. Mm -hmm. They can take cyber bullying. Yeah. If they ain't fighting you, they talk about you on, on Instagram. Social that, media. That hurts me. Mm -hmm. No, my daddy we, took me to get my ass What'd you say, Tommy? Yeah. My daddy took me to get my ass with. My cousin whooped my ass. He ever said That was your training? That was it. My, my daddy took me over there. Cause we, they weren't fighting in my neighborhood. But over there, my cousin, uh -huh. every day, every Saturday by 1230. Yeah. Get my butt tore up. Mm. So that's how you grew up. It's like you said, how we grew up. And how we're parenting and how our children are growing up, it's just a two it's two different worlds. And it's and it's some parenting that just doesn't apply today. And then a lot of it does, but you all have removed it because of your new way. Mm -hmm. But your kids are suburban kids. So when the bullying goes down at school, how do you teach them how to cuss? You ain't gotta teach them how to cuss. You gotta get the bully out your face. Yeah. You don't get the bully out your face by cussing. No. There's a physical activity that can get the bully out of your face. <laughs> now, if you don't want to teach the physical activity, mm -hmm. then you got to go with something else. But bullies don't respond to uh -uh. get your blankety blank out my blankety blank. They don't because they bullies. Hell, they mm -hmm. the one they one told you. Mm -hmm. I'm finna put my blankety blank in your blankety blank. <laughs> now you sitting there with your little punk ass. <laughs> What's your comeback? Mm -hmm. See. It's hard to outcuss a bully. Mm. So you got to mm -hmm. teach your children the other things. But I don't recommend teaching your children how to talk bad to people because that doesn't work because it's just talk. Just talk. And eventually, if, once you talk bad, you have to bag yeah. some yeah. of it up. Oh, okay. okay. You know, so, did your parents have put motivation behind you behind the bully? Like, if you don't whoop his, 
I'm gonna yeah. whoop yours. Yeah, yes. that was the motivation yes. I had. Yes. That was Let it. me catch you running again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let me yeah. catch Run you again. Running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. What you crying for? <laughs> yeah. 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 Come home crying one, one more, more damn time. Ooh, I'm going to give you something seconds. to cry about. Then I'm going to take you down there. My brothers then took me back down the street mm. to fight Manny. Me and Manny, used to, me and Manny got in four fights in one day. Me and Manny was through with it. Manny. Manny, my boy Manny. Yeah. He, mm -hmm. he in the picture right up there, the dude with the hat on with the gold jacket. Oh. Standing there where they name in my street. My boy Manny. Yeah. We fought four times. One, me and Manny was through after the first fight. Our brothers and sisters got involved. Ah, then yeah. they they were beefing. Is that what it was? Rose Calhoun bought Manny back up to my <laughs> house to beat me up. Wow, big ass Rose. Uh huh. Bought Manny up there to beat my. I whooped Manny up. Now Manny whooped me the first time. I'm through. You win, Manny. We friends. <laughs> <laughs> but since she bought him up to my house and my daddy was on the porch watching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got to tear many ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. <laughs> Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, happy Juneteenth and happy Father's Day to all of the dads out there, to the ones we work with right here in the studio. That's Steve, Jay, and Tommy. Well, our resident poet is here with a gift for you guys and for us all, for the world, Junior. Yes, it is. Here oh, are two poems. Yes, this is rare day. It's two poems it. for each it's holiday. Knowledge, man. So it's let me go it. ahead and get this. This is what I think that um, when Juneteenth happened, this is what I think they were thinking. And I had to get in that mindset, so here we go. <clears throat> this one's called Juneteenth. <laughs> Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. The secret was never told. That slavery had ended two years before? Now, to me, that's kind of bold. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. We still in the field picking cotton when they knew damn well we was free? If you think that's kind of rotten? Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. How the hell you keep a secret like that? The only reason you could hold us down because you were standing on our backs. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. It's the day we celebrate. But it's one thing I know for sure. You can never get good news too late. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. The end. <laughs> That's my favorite I, I part. To, the end. I had to pop up for this. <laughs> I'm clutching my pearl right now. And I don't even wear that pearl. That was great. I'm clutching my Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. They was running through the city. They was running through the city. They was running through the city spreading the news. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. That's how I got that. This is for you, Uncle. This is for Father's Day. No, no, no. Don't listen to him. Boo! Listen to that. Boo! Because I don't even feel free right now. Because you wasn't. Thank you, Jeff. Shut your black ass up. Daddy Paul, this is what I call this. This is for all the fathers in the world. Oh, you got another one? Yes. I don't want this for This is for you, He's got two. you, Tommy. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. You don't want to hear Listen. I don't want the poem, Junior. Father's Day, Father's Day, Father's Day. Boo, boo, boo. I know I did that. I got it, Shirley. Watch this. Daddy, daddy, daddy. That's exactly how it starts, Tommy. Daddy, daddy, daddy. I honor you this way. Oh, daddy. Daddy, daddy. I just like to say, daddy, daddy, daddy. I like to take this time to send you some heartfelt words, and some of them may rhyme. Oh, daddy, daddy, daddy. You don't sound much for me. 
I like how you stand up to be a man and you taught me how the correct way to pee. Daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> oh, father pops of mine. I forgive you for saying you were coming to see me. Uh-huh. I knew damn well you was lying. <laughs> oh, daddy, daddy, daddy. Happy Father's Day. That I hurts. give. Ooh, I'd like hurts. to send you a card. Uh -huh. Only problem is, I don't know where you live. The end. <laughs> the end. Yes, the end. He's going to leave I'm back with in the I'm with daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> yeah. Come on, one more time. Junior with the daddy. <laughs> daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for Comedy Roulette. Uh, come on, Jay, set it up, please. Let me break it down for you. We take three subjects, put those three subjects on a wheel, spun the wheel. Where the wheel stops because we are comedians, we can make the damn thing funny. Watch us. Watch us. Go ahead, Shirley. All right, here are today's categories. Number one, <laughs> things people say when they don't know they are on speakerphone. Oops. Uh, <laughs> things your mate things your mate has that you wish they would throw away. And then how about this one? Uh -huh. Things that a friend says to embarrass you. Oh wow. Whoa. Those are three good Ooh. ones. Mm. Ready? They are. Uh-huh. Yeah. Throw Let's <laughs> throw away. Yes. That's the one I want. Throw away? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh no! Oh. <laughs> it stopped on. <laughs> We've all been here. Things people say when they don't know they are on speakerphone. Let's go. Here we go. Things people say when they don't know they're on speakerphone. I ain't gonna know that whole house stank. I ain't gonna know that. <laughs> <laughs> Not the whole house. The whole house stank. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, uh, look here. I'm gonna say this here. If if Larry and them over there, uh -huh. I ain't coming because you know I don't blankety blank with Larry. You already know that. You know damn well I don't. You know I don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> things people say when they don't know they on speakerphone. Uh huh. Uh huh. Here's an okay. ass on the phone. Here's <laughs> 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 uh, ass oh. on the phone. Things people say when they don't know they on speakerphone. Yeah, I got five dollars, but I ain't gonna lend it to her ass. Uh -uh, I wish the hell I would. <laughs> 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 hey, listen, is uh, is is is, is Rhonda got her big ass over there? Oh. <laughs> Keep her off my couch, because she the reason why the couch uneven now. She the main reason why it's uneven. Hey, you're on speakerphone. They can hear you. <laughs> Same people say when they don't know they don't speak as far as Come on, Steve. Man, I can't stand none of their ass. <laughs> you won't speak. Let me pick up. Yeah. <laughs> I think people say when they don't know their own speakerphone. Oh, I wish the hell I would go to the funeral. I didn't like him when he was alive. How the hell I'm a boy? Hey, baby, looking at We are so wrong. Let me tell you something. Tell you something. I, I, let me tell you something, girl. I want you to do what you did with that jelly last night. That's what I, I want you to do. That same thing. That, what you did with that jelly last night, I want you to do that same thing tonight, girl. Oh, what? <laughs> Yeah, they ain't not. say when they don't know they're <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Steve. Uh, 
you know oh, this is Taylor. Things uh, people say when they, they don't know they on the speakerphone. Yeah. Is his ugly ass mama over there? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Not the mama, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Things people say when they don't know they don't speak a phone. He got a brand new car, but he missing six teeth. Now, that don't make no damn sense. Uh-uh. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> So, hey, 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 Wayne over there. Wayne. <laughs> he, don't, he don't even know I'm hitting his old lady. He don't even know that. <laughs> ah, he don't know, dog. He don't know. <laughs> Close it out, Close it out, man. Oh, Things people say. When they don't know, mm-hmm. they on speakerphone. Hey, hey, you know you left your panties over here. I'm at my mama's house. Everybody looking at this phone. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, hey, Miss Jenkins. <laughs> You're on speakerphone. All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. That's Comedy Roulette. Uh, coming up next, Nephew in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I'm stuck between a sister and a brother. All right. Anyway, right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What do you have for us today, King of Pranks? Come show your butt. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry I asked. What? (laughs) Come show your butt. (laughs) What What are you talking about? No, no, no. Oh, this Come is show your butt. Today's the day. Yeah. No, today's the day. It's going to happen today, yeah. Shannon. It's going to happen today. Yeah. That's my prediction. Sometime to get to the bottom of things, mm-hmm. you okay. got to show your butt. All right. Okay. Word bottom. <laughs> Last thing we saw was his butt. Come show your butt. All right. Huh? Run it, cat. This is Marcus. Yeah, this is Marcus. What's up? Hey, man, do you know anything about a, a Lincoln being stolen? A Lincoln being stolen? Nah, nah man. I don't know nothing about no Lincoln. Who, who is this, man? Do you know anything about a Lincoln getting stolen? Man, who is this, man? Hey, man. I don't know nothing about no Lincoln being stolen, man. How you get my number, man? Hey, dog, hold, hold, slow down. First of all, I'm trying to ask you. Somebody just stole my mama Lincoln, man, and I'm asking. They say you know something about it, or you was one of them that did. Or do you know anything about a Lincoln? Hey, man, being man, stolen? I don't know nothing about no Lincoln being stolen, man. Man, who just called my house with this here, man? I don't know nothing about no Lincoln being stolen, man. My name Craig, man. Somebody stole my mama Lincoln, and they say you was one of the ones that probably had did it. So oh, I'm not- oh, man, hold, hold, hold up, dog. Who is who? Is who? Who, is, who, is, who is we, yo? I don't know nothing about no Lincoln being stolen. Man, let me tell you something, man. Calling my house with this here about Lincoln, man. Look, man, I'm on paper, man. I don't do no like that. Still Lincoln this man. You know what I'm saying, man? I don't, I don't get out like that, man. I don't know who told you that, man, or how you got my number, man, but I ain't stole your mama Lincoln, man. Okay, hold up then. Then, then, then you don't mind coming downtown, because what happened was the lady next door saw who took it, and the dude, they, she say the dude jumped the fence and tore his pants, and the back pocket got towed off, and she saw the dude butt. So what we want you to do is come down and get in the lineup, and everybody going to show that the lady say she know that butt when she see it. Man, oh, hell no. Man, you must be out your mind and think I'm going to come downtown in the first 
play, and I'm not going to come downtown to show my but what I will do for you, I'll show my on this phone. Now, if you think your mama Lincoln is at my house, you can come get that Say, man, is your butt the one that she saw come over that fence, man? That's all I want to know. Man, man, who is you, man? Who the f*** is you, man? Calling my house, man, and, 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 and accusing me of stealing your mama's car. Man, who the hell is you, man? Are you crazy or something, man? Listen, man, I'm not trying to go back and forth with you, dog. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of who stole my mama's car, dog. That's really what I'm trying to do. You understand? Hey, cuz, what are you talking about, man? I ain't stole no Lincoln, man. Hey, man, I ain't showing my going You on. ain't got no problem showing your butt to this lady, man, because the lady say she know this butt when she said, did you, did you crawl over the fence and tear your pants and the lady saw your butt? She know it when she see it. Man, look, man, y'all tripping, man. You to identify me by looking at my damn That's what she saw, man. She saw that What What my man? What, what? I don't know how you got my name. No, no, no. You Marcus, ain't you? Yeah, I'm Marcus. Okay, yeah, and, and, and don't quit acting like you ain't never been in no trouble before, man. They already say you be getting in and out of trouble. So what I want to know is, is you the one stole my mama Lincoln, man? I done paid for what I done, man. You did, but I ain't stole your mama Lincoln, man. Hey, man, let me say you this right here. I done been locked up, man. But I'll tell you what, I'll go again if you come down here trying to take my downtown and to show my I'm not going to have it, man. Just because your mama car got stolen, I ain't had nothing to do with that, man. Say, man, look, either you going to come downtown uh, willingly or I'm going to come to your house and drag you out, man, and bring you down there so this lady can see your butt, man. Like I say, you she know the butt when she see it. Now, if it ain't your butt, you ain't got nothing to worry about. But you're going to have to come downtown and show us your Man, man who, who in the hell is you, man? You ain't no lawman. You ain't no detective. You ain't no fireman, man. Who in the hell is you, man? I'm the one trying to figure out. I'm the person trying to figure out who stole my mama Lincoln, man. That's what I'm doing. Man, I, I tell you what, you can come over here to my house, man, and I'll show you my man. Cause this is a man. I ain't had nothing to do with this man. And you talking about bringing the law to my house and and taking my down, taking my man? What kind of what kind of this is, man? I, 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 man, I'm telling you, I don't have nothing to do with your mama car being stolen, man. But I ain't coming downtown to show my man. That's out the question. I ain't got no problem coming to get it. Now that one well, thing I ain't got no problem doing. All right, come on and get my, come on get my then. Hey man, come on and get my. Hey man, I'ma say it one more time. We coming to your house, dragging you out and taking you downtown if you don't want to go by yourself. But man, I ain't got no problem with that, man. Cause I done been down, man. I done been down, man. I done paid for my crime, man. I done paid for my crime. But ain't nobody finna come get me from my house talking about taking me downtown and showing my. If you want my, you come to my house, man. You hear me? Cause I ain't afraid to go back down, man. And I will go back down if you come over my house with me about getting my scratch. Hey, man, I'm just saying we need to, the lady just need to see it, man, to see if it's the right one or not the right one. That's all you got to do is pull it down just a little bit so she can see it. Man, I'm, man, I, man, I'm not going to do that, man. I don't even know who the hell you are, man. How did you even get my information, man? How do you get my number, man? You need to get out of my phone with this here, man. This is man. Hey, man, you know what, man? I'm not finna go back and forth with you no more. You're gonna have to bring your butt down here to the station. Or I'm coming down there and drag you out your house. Take... I'm through talking about this now. You hear me? Well, look, man. Look, man. Come on and get me, man. You want my man? Come on and get me, man. You did. Hey, man. I don't listen, know who you I, is, listen, bro. I tell you what, man. I got one more thing I need to say to you. You listen to me? I'm listening, man. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. 
Oh, hell no, man. Hello? Man, y'all... <laughs> Man, look, man, y'all had me thinking, man, I'm finna go back to this penitentiary, man. And then you talking about my ass, man. I didn't show no ass in the penitentiary, and I ain't gonna show none now, man. Come on, man. Sometimes you know your butt makes all the difference, you know that, man. You will never play too it, much. My prediction is that going, it's going to happen today. Steve. Today might be a good day for it, right? Steve, you agree? Y'all ain't never been in a situation where the last uh -oh. thing you seen was somebody behind. Here's some knocking. What is it, Steve? <laughs> that was swift. <laughs> Oh, Lord. I think I heard a kick in there, too. You know what's so good about it? That's one of the masters you watch from across the street. Go, oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that guy's wearing him out. It's Ooh. going down. Right. Well, black people would not help No. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right, nephew, thank you as always. You are truly the king of pranks, but you don't. Go back in the house. They whooping Thomas ass. Go back in the house. Wow. All right, it's going down July 22nd. It's my fraternity, Cal Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, 86 Conclave, Tampa, Florida. I am hosting the Kappa Alpha Psi 86 Conclave, Conclave Family Outing on the Riverwalk. You don't want to miss it. If you in Tampa, you want to come hang out with the noobs, baby. We are in the city. Get your tickets. That's right. <laughs> All right, Family nephew, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith, and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they are actively engaging in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they pledge a staggering one billion dollars to programs, partner, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. 
Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Shirley. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. So happy you're back, Junior. Thank, Thank you. Shirley. Subject, I'm stuck between a sister and a brother. Dear Stephen Shirley, for the past year, I have been sleeping with my best friend's little sister. When I went to college, I lost all contact with her until we reconnected last year at her brother's 4th of July party. I hadn't seen this woman since she was a young girl, and my my, oh my, God aged, my, oh my, God, she, oh my, oh my, God. Oh, I get it. My, oh my God, Shirley, she's Shirley, aged like fine Shirley, wine. Yes, Shirley, Steve, sorry. You want to start over? Because I don't know who you, t- if you're talking about the I Lord, just, I don't know. I know, I just can't figure one. that one out. <laughs> God, oh God, if God. And my, oh my God. That's what he's trying to say. (laughs) But I'll start over. All right. Dear Stephen Shirley, for the past year, I've been sleeping with my best friend's little sister. When I went to college, I lost all contact with her until we reconnected last year at her brother's 4th of July party. I hadn't seen this woman since she was a young girl. And my, oh my God, she's aged like fine wine. Okay. I'm 14 years older than her, but we're all grown now. The Lord took his time with that body. That evening, we caught up, had a few drinks, shared some laughs, and as the night progressed, we ended up in her brother's coat closet. This woman did things to me that I'd never had done to me. Since then, we have become increasingly close, and we've talked about taking it to the next step. She has said... It's of utmost importance that we go about this the right way and tell her brother about us. The problem is her brother is a 6'6 bodybuilder that is very protective of his sister and he's a hothead. Because of his size, he's always ready for a confrontation over the smallest stuff. I have personally never had a disagreement with him in all of the years we've been friends, so I'm skeptical on telling him face to face. I don't want to clash with him, but I really love his sister, and it's been almost a year. The sneaking around is getting old, and I hope he can process the information in a mature manner. To put things in perspective, her brother and I are in our mid-40s, and we have been friends since the eighth grade. I never had these kinds of feelings for his sister when we were young, so I need to be clear about that up front. How should this go? Should we do it together or should I talk to her brother alone first? Please advise. All right, so my answer is going to be short because I don't really see a major problem here. Are are you really afraid of her brother? I mean, someone you've been friends with since the eighth grade? That should be all the more reason for you to tell him straight up. You love his sister. I know it's his sister, but you guys are no longer in elementary and high school. And his sister's a grown woman now. She's free to come and go and date and love whoever she pleases, um, even if it's you. Do you have a reputation of being like a bad boy or a player or something? Or does he have a rep for putting his hands on all the guys that his sister dates? Because if not, 
you know, put your big pants, big boy pants on. Go tell him what's up. Just go tell him. I think she will respect and love you more if you man up and just go by yourself and don't bring her. One question, though. Uh, I, I get that he's 6'6". He's a big guy. He likes to fight and all that. You said that. But what is your size? You did not bring that out in the letter. You said he likes to uh, confront thing, confront people over the smallest stuff. So what is your size? Um, you failed to mention that. Is that why you're so scared to tell him? I, I just say, look at it this way. The sooner you tell him, the happier she'll be because you did what you wanted her to do. Um, okay. Are you a little guy? Steve? <clears throat> Shirley read this letter as a woman. I'm going to read this letter as a man. And so you can understand why this man wrote this letter. Okay. For the past year, I've been sleeping with my best friend's little sister. Right there. Right there. You already know you're out of line. You already know. You already know how we are. Because we know each other. If these dudes have been best friends, then they know each other. So now, what you doing with my little sister after I know all this about you? That's the first problem we're dealing with. Then he said, when I went to college, I lost all contact with her because we reconnected last year at her brother's 4th of July party. I ain't seen this woman since she was a young girl. Oh, my God, she done aged like fine wine. I'm 14 years older than her, but we all grown now. The Lord took his time with that body. That evening we caught up. Here we go. Here where the rest of it got real janky. Got caught up, had a few drinks, shared some laughs, night progress. We ended up in her brother's coat closet. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to strongly suggest that when you do talk to him, you definitely got to leave that out. Yes. See, see, the reason he wrote this letter, Shirley, because as a man, he know I'm dealing with my best friend who who and I have been running dirt and running women together. Now, I done went behind his back and got his little sister. And I got him at the 4th of July party, had him in his coat closet. He see, he can't tell none of this here, Shirley. Oh, no. Yeah. The woman did things to me that I never had done to me before. Gonna probably need to leave that part out, too. Yeah. <laughs> See, Shirley, that's why he nervous, because he got all this information. And then we come back, I'll tell you the rest of it. Okay. All right. Thank you, Steve. We'll have part two of Steve's response to I'm stuck between a sister and a brother. That is the subject of today's Strawberry Letter right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, I'm stuck between a sister and a brother. Yeah, this dude got himself in the jam. He is stuck between a sister and a brother. They've been best friends. He ain't seen them since college. He go back to his friends on 4th of July party, and his young sister is there. And now she got a banging body and all that. They done had some drinks and some laughs. They wind up in the closet together. Now, two things. It's your best friend's little sister, you know, and you had her in the closet, his closet, at his house. And then she did some things you you ain't never had done before. You got to leave all this information out. I don't know why you wrote it in the damn letter either. 
I hope you hear this letter. I don't. Now, we've become increasingly close, and we've talked about taking it to the next step. She said it's utmost important that we go about this the right way and tell her brother about us. Now, the problem is her brother, 6'6", bodybuilder, that is very protective of his sister, and he's a hothead. Okay, so now, right here, you scared. Yeah. Yeah. And Shirley, and Shirley ain't no, are you scared? He's scared. Yes. He's scared. And I'm going to tell you why in a minute. Because of his size, he's always ready for a confrontation over the smallest stuff. Well, this ain't small, though. See, you done got behind his back. He going to say you snuck behind his back and you got his little sister. That's what you fitting to deal with. Now, hold up. I personally never had a disagreement with him in all these years, and we've been friends. So I'm skeptical of telling him face-to-face because I don't want to clash with him. Oh, it ain't the clash you're worried about. It's that ass-whipping you're worried about. <laughs> no, it ain't the clash. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with the clash, homie. What does it have to do with Steve? It's that ass whooping you scared to take. <laughs> that kind of rhyme. <laughs> Keyword clash ass. Uh-huh. That's all this is. But I really love his sister, and it's been almost a year. And the sneaking around is getting old. And I hope he can process the information in a mature manner. He ain't. He can't. He's six six, he a bodybuilder. What bodybuilder you know other than Lee Haney know how to process information in a sensible fashion? <laughs> he the only nice bodybuilder I ever met. All the rest of them jacked up on steroids, which affects their mental capacity at all times. And hell yeah, uh-huh. they hot heads because they got steroids in their ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> he finna kick your behind, dog. He and Moose Swain, he finna beat your behind. You already know this, huh? To put things in perspective, her brother and I are in our mid-40s, and we have been friends since the eighth grade. You already know you're getting your ass whooped now. <laughs> See, you already know it's too long. Yeah, you done seen him jump on a lot of people. That's why you're scared. Yeah. Now, I never had these kind of feelings for his sister when we were young, so I need to be clear about that up front. How should this go? Well, I know how it should go, but now you know how it's going to go. And that's what you're scared about. So now, should we do it together? That's another scary-ass statement. See, you need protection. That ain't how you do it. You got a man up, dog, and go on over there and handle this yourself. You're going to have to take this ass with him like a man. There's a chance he gonna suck a punch you, yeah. Should we do it together? Or should I talk to her brother alone first? Please. You gotta go to her brother alone. He said, hey man, I don't wanna talk to you with nobody in this room but us. Cause we men. See, if you take the girl in there and he's looking at his little sister, he gonna knock your ass out for he sure. He gonna oh. knock nah. Is he a little guy though, you think? No, he ain't no little guy. He just ain't six six and no bodybuilder. Yeah, okay. You know, he might be, you know, five ten. You know, 
something like that. Little little man like Tommy or something. No, yeah, he probably Tommy. little. He probably Tommy Whoa. size. Tommy real scared Whoa. ass dude. Whoa. Yeah, Tommy Whoa. or Jay size. Whatever you want to do, you can get on. Throw Jay old ass in there. Tommy. I'm bigger than, I'm okay. bigger than Tommy now. Oh, oh now you want to be bigger than Tommy? <laughs> what happened to Team Tommy? Yeah. Uh, n- now you know I'm your friend little. I'm on well, Team well, Tommy. you know. Okay, so what I'm telling you is. You got to go in there and you got to say, hey, man, this is what, let me talk to you about something. Uh-huh. Now, look, man, I don't want you to handle this the wrong way, but uh-huh. me and you, we got to talk about this. Okay? Uh-huh. All right, here's the deal. Hey, man, I've been, I've been talking to your sister, and we've been talking for a while now. Now, the first thing he going to say is, the hell you mean talking? Been talking about what? Talking about what? Talking about well, what? Talking about what? Well, we've been talking about, you know, being together. Being together like how? In what way being together? What do you mean? Like being together? Like going to the store, coming back to the house? No, nah, man. No, nah, man. Like we got feelings for each other. Mm, we got to go. Yeah. Now, uh, right there is okay. where you probably going to get put out. But you going to come back. You come, going to come too. And you'll be fine. I've been knocked out before. You don't even know it for a while. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce Jay as he murders another Ladies hit. and gentlemen, a man who has caused me to lose most celebrity friends <laughs> in the short time he's been here, murdering the hits, Jay Anthony Brown. First of all, you're not going to lose any friends today. You're not. This is a great one. Cool. I- all right, today's hit. This is very, this is very dear to me. Check it out. The summer's cool, and this time it ain't easy. Ain't it something what you can do when you try? Your only wish is My only wish is you not sing that song. Come on. I mean, man. it's about people going to summer school. I don't school. give a hell who it's about, okay, man? That, but that's, it's not, that, that's not how we murder hits, baby. You know we do it. You know how we do it. What you got? What you got? <laughs> Check this out. Summer school, let me back up. I gotta talk real quick. Check this out. Summer school, it's summertime. Yeah. You mess up, no sense in crying. Are you a school, dumbass, getting your learn on? While other kids are out having some fun. You builded every class, including geometry. You was that class town now, taking history. A little bit out of control, you had your chance. And what about the rules you broke? Oh, come on, man. And no more hitting on chicks. And no more hanging with friends who say, hit this. Your focus and heart need to pass. A mom and dad gonna get in that ass. No more watching TV, wasting time. The summer school ain't cool, cause it's whack to waste your summertime. Summer school and summertime. Cause it's whack to waste your summertime. You messed up, no sense in crying. Summer school and summertime. This is whack to waste your summertime. You messed up no sense in crying. This is whack to waste your summertime. Summer school and summertime. You messed up no sense in crying. This is whack to waste your summertime. You didn't lose any friends on that one. You didn't lose any friends on that one. No, I didn't lose no friends on that one. But next week. You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith, and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they are actively engaging in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they pledge a staggering one billion dollars to programs, partner, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at Prudential.com slash blueprints. Here's a question for the guys. Are you ever insecure, insecure, keyword, when it comes to your looks? A new study found that 80% of men are insecure about their physical appearance. Uh, weight and how your eyes look are among the top things that, take, uh, that make men feel insecure. The number one concern for men is going gray and the pressure to look younger. So I'm asking you guys, is this true? And what are you most insecure about in regards to how you look? No. no. Well, 80% of men are, so you're in Tommy, that 20% percent Your comment, I'm the sexiest thing on here. And what? the sexiest thing walking. So what? you're not so you you're not insecure. About what? Okay, cool. Now let me comment. <laughs> we have two people on this show who should be in this 80% of insecure mm-hmm. ass people. But there's a, so obviously there's a percentage of people that's in denial. Mm-hmm. I'm not in denial. I'm not in denial. Well, you need to start wait, to feel in some kind of way about wait, wait, both uh, y'all look. Wait, no, uh, wait a minute. I'm not insecure about my look. I know my ass is ugly. That's all I was saying. <laughs> I, I, you thought I was thinking I was sex? Oh, you uh-huh. thought I was with him? Oh, no. That's, that's, that's the problem. See, dude, see, we dealing with two extremes. Yeah. You know you ugly, and this one yeah. don't know he ugly. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. Off the rip. Yeah. I'm not gonna be ugly for you because y'all ugly. Why would I? Why am I gonna first do that? All, first of all, you is ugly. That's no, I'm not. Keyword I'm not. is is like you're to, But you're supposed to feel good about yourself. Like I, I feel, feel good real about good about myself, yeah. Shirley. These two, uh, however, yeah, they just I don't know what no. what happens in the mirror when they well, look. They just don't see, like. Whoa, 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 whoa! What was that last time? You don't know what happens where. 
when I when when y'all look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Oh, then that's look. the problem we have. Obviously, What's the problem? Obviously, he ain't tall enough to look in the mirror. So <laughs> he walking around with his little <laughs> ass thinking, I'm cute. He don't know what happened. You, you need to put some step stools in front of these damn mirrors so you can start getting a real view of what's going on. But it didn't say height. It said the men are insecure about their weight and how their eyes look. My Those weight. are the, among the top things you, that make my, them what's feel What's my eyes? Yeah, what? yeah. I don't stare at myself in the mirror like that. <laughs> Well, everybody got that one eye that's a little bit bigger than the other one. (laughs) What? Yeah, everybody got, look in the mirror. You got one eye bigger than the other. Uh, And your left eye is bigger than your right eye. Both my eyes is the same size. Both my ears are the same. Me and Junior can both tell you that your left eye is bigger. It's not. And if I'm you just, stare I'm, at it close enough, it starts to look like soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what please. about, I, I know you and Tommy, Steve, don't have this problem, but the number one concern for men is going gray and the pressure to look younger. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I ain't got no problem with that. I got just for men. All right. <laughs> that ain't no pressure. All right. I, I can be blonde on. if I want to be. <laughs> okay. Now, this leads to this next story. Another study found that staring at yourself during video calls puts you in a bad mood. All right. It's called Zoom Gloom, and it, is, it suggests that if we focus on other faces on the screen, your mood won't change. Now, this is accor- according to researchers. The more you stare at yourself, the worse your mood gets when you stare at yourself. Oh, no. The study indicated that... Uh, more self-focus can lead to anxiety and even depression. So have you ever looked at yourself and gotten depressed? That's part two. Someday. Someday. (laughs) If you're being honest, Junior. Yeah, Yeah, if you stay too long, if you stay in there. I just come back. How do y'all have all these ugly moments like this all the time? What's wrong? Tell me what you say. How How do they have these ugly moments all the time? I, I don't understand how much you and how you in such denial, though. <laughs> you had your moments. Your ability to sit here on this Zoom, and I'm looking <laughs> dead at you, going, how you don't see what we all see? <laughs> man. Curly, what do you see on Zoom when you're looking at me? What do you see? <laughs> Yo, Coming, man. oh, man, I got to go. Tell me, I'm sorry. Curly, Coming answer up my question. What do you I'll see? answer hour, when we come back. We'll man. have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We found this video on TikTok from D. Wittet. Um, she recently tried your Elevate You chocolate powder for the first time. Now listen to her testimony. Take a listen to this. Here we go. Doing this on, I'm doing this raw. Like, I haven't tasted this. I just shook it up. I don't know if I did six or eight ounces or 10 or 12 ounces. I just know I put it in my, um, what is this thing called? My cup he gave me. This is the cup. The cup, whatever you call the cup. It smells chocolatey. I can smell vegetables too. Yeah, okay, here we go. Mm. That tastes like a Yoo-Hoo, Steve. Come on, Mr. Harvey. This is actually good and I don't do stuff like this. I'm not a healthy person I'm trying to. This is why I bought your, your, your drink. Oh my gosh, this is good. Mm. And it's not gritty. And I didn't even really shake it up super, super good because I'm in the car. But this is really good. Okay, I'm about to elevate. <laughs> I'm about to elevate. Thanks. 
better watch that big truck that just passed by. That was pretty good, though. Very cute. That was Very pretty good. Cute. How cute was that? Okay, I'm about to elevate. It is. It isn't gritty. That's the first time. It does taste like a Yahoo. If I mm. thought about it, you remember that chocolate drink you yeah. put in the bottle? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yoohoo, Yahoo. Yeah. Yahoo is the website. Yeah. Yeha, you know, whatever. That's pretty good. Thank you very much. Elevate you. Wow. Nice. It's going to go to elevateyou.com. Elevate you, L apostrophe E V A T E U.com. Get yours today. All right. We got more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, happy Juneteenth and happy Father's Day to all of the dads out there, to the ones we work with right here in the studio. That's Steve, Jay, and Tommy. Well, our resident poet is here with a gift for you guys and for us all, for the world, Junior. Yes, it is. Here are two poems. Yes, this is rare day. Two poems for each holiday. So let me go ahead and get this. This is what I think that um, when Juneteenth happened, this is what I think they were thinking. And I had to get in that mindset, so here we go. <clears throat> this one's called Juneteenth. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. The secret was never told that slavery had ended two years before. Now, to me, that's kind of bold. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. We still in the field picking cotton when they knew damn well we was free. If you think that's kind of rotten. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. How the hell you keep a secret like that? The only reason you could hold us down, cause you were standing on our backs. Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. It's the day we celebrate. But it's one thing I know for sure. You can never get good news too late. Juneteenth, 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 the end. <laughs> That's my I, favorite I part, to, the end. I had to pop up for this. <laughs> I'm clutching my pearls right now. And I don't even wear that was great. I'm just I, 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 they was running through the city. They was running through the city spreading the news. That's how I got that. Worst damn point. This is for you. This for Father's Day. No, no, no. negative. Don't listen to him. Boo! Listen to that. Because I don't even feel free right now. Because you wasn't. Thank you, Jay. Shut your black ass up. Daddy Paul. This is what I call. This. this is for all the fathers in the world. Oh, you got another one? I don't, yeah. I don't want this. Yeah, this is for you. Uh, He's got two. You, Tommy I'm out. I'm out. I'm over. You don't want to hear Listen. I don't want the poem, Junior. Father's Day, Father's Day, Father's Day. Boo, boo, boo. I know I did it. I got it, Shirley. Watch this. Daddy, daddy, daddy. That's exactly how it starts, Tommy. Daddy, daddy, daddy. I honor you this way. Oh, daddy. Daddy, daddy. I just like to say, daddy, daddy, daddy. I'd like to take this time to send you some heartfelt words, and some of them may rhyme. Oh, daddy, 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 you don't sound much for me. I like how you stand up to be a man, and you taught me the correct way to pee. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Oh, father pops of mine, I forgive you for saying you were coming to see me. Uh-huh. I knew damn well you was lying. Oh, daddy, daddy, daddy. Happy Father's Day. That I hurts. give. Ooh, I'd like hurts. to send you a card. Uh-huh. Only problem is, I don't know where you live. The end. <laughs> the end. Yes, the end. He's going to leave I'm back with in the chair. I'm with daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> yeah. Come on, one more time, Junior, with the daddy. <laughs> daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> All right, coming up, it's Steve Harvey and his closing remarks. You don't want to miss it at 49 after the hour.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moon roof you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family plus both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models so no matter your style you can drive efficiently and save on gas so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day. And uh, it's time for your closing remarks. Yeah, I just want to encourage everybody. Look, I know that life gets tough sometimes. It really does for all of us. Um... A poem I learned a long time ago entitled Don't Quit. Uh, they don't have the, they don't, they don't know the author of the poem. It's always been entitled Author Unknown. Certainly, I didn't write it. Uh, but it's a poem called Don't Quit. It just reminded me so much of something. Uh, I think I'll say it tonight. But I wanted to tell you what made me think about it. Somebody sent me a quote from Winston Churchill today. Somebody sent me this one today. And what uh, the quote is, is that success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. (laughs) Let me say that to you again. Success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. I thought about this and I said, wow, you know what? That's really how you become successful. You just go from failure to failure and just never lose your enthusiasm. Somebody said, Steve, that's hard. And I said, yeah, it is hard. I wish I could tell you that being successful wasn't hard, but it's hard. It really, really is. There is no easy way to become successful. It's hard. Now, I could tell you some ways you can short circuit it. You can mess it up for yourself. I can tell you a lot of those. But to get successful, you've got to be extremely determined. You've got to be pretty much hell bent on making it happen. But I tell you, man, what can get you there? Well, I'll tell you what causes you to get there. You got to have the right motivation. The best motivation to be successful is to have massive dreams. And I'm talking about massive dreams. You've got to have huge dreams. That's the best way to get there. Because what it is and what happened to me along the way was my dreams were so big that not seeing them to come to fruition was unacceptable. 
I just couldn't see myself not at least giving my all to see if it could happen. Or if that couldn't happen, man, could I just get a portion of that to happen? So what happened was I made my dream so, so big, man, that along the way with mishaps and setbacks and trials and troubles and hardships and and death and remorse and guilt and everything was facing me, I never lost my enthusiasm for wanting to make it. Because I just wanted so desperately for one of these dreams to come true. So, I really do understand when he says success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. And it's the size of the dream that keeps you from having to lose your enthusiasm. Because I just kept thinking, man, like my father used to always tell me, aim for the moon so in case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. And it led me to something that's more telling that said more frequent, more or recently, I learned one uh, that came to me when it was time to talk about giving up. It said, the problem ain't that you aim too high and you miss it. The problem is if you aim too low and you hit it. Let your mind go. Think of big things. Open up your heart and your mind to the possibilities of God. Stop living your life in probability and start living your life in possibilities. I'll tell you what I mean by that. When people look at something and they base it around the probability of it happening, that's a problem. Because what you're saying then is the probability of something is to me that just means it probably won't happen if this happens or you probably won't make it if that happens or it probably won't come true if you don't line up this way or you know you probably might not make it if these people don't sign on to it you probably won't make it if that that to me is living in the probability you know what's the what's the what's the factors that blend into the probability of something occurring. But if you just change that and you went from the probability to purely the possibility. See, I only look at life in terms of the possibility. I have people who work for me who do probability factoring for me all the time. Some of the advice I end up taking from them, the majority of I don't. Because I don't care who works for me, they can't outdream me. And they don't have an idea of my vision for me better than I do or God does. So I stopped living my life in terms of probability. And I started living my life in terms of possibility. I only care about the possibility. The probability will present itself along the way. But you just got to stay focused on the possibility. Faith don't make it easy. Faith makes it possible. And that's guided me the whole time. Get your dreams up, y'all. Make them big, man. Let God into your life, man. He can do some damage with you. He can do a lot of damage for you. I mean that in a good way. Y'all have a great weekend. Woo! Drop it. It's drop.
Steve Harvey contest. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.